Okay, we are doing Daf Pei Dalit, starting from the Mishnah. The Mishnah, again, is talking about which type of meat is good for people to register on for the carbon Pesach, which type of meat is no good. So the Mishnah says as follows. Any type of meat which is edible in a big ox. So, obviously, a big ox, stuff toughened and hardened, more so than in a small little baby lamb or goat. That's like the premise of the Mishnah. So you'll have some edible parts of a baby lamb or goat, which may not be edible in their, like the same limb or same part of the body if it was a big ox. So the Mishnah is telling us a rule that it has to be a type of meat that's edible in that part of the body if it would be a grown ox. Then Yachob Arachi be eaten in a little baby kid. But if it's something that if it would be in a big ox, it wouldn't be an edible piece of meat, it would be too hard to eat, and even if it's in that body part, in the baby, baby lamb, you cannot be yodze. It has to be something which is like more like the etzem type of basar in, in, in a universal sense. However, the next line of the Mishnah almost seems to directly contradict that because the Mishnah says, We include the, the rushim of the kanafayim, the very end of the, the shoulder blades, and some other forms of cartilage. The Mishnah doesn't exactly identify it, but that's what Rashi says it means. Specific types of um, of the cartilage. Uh, Rashi explains some of them in the ear. There are parts of it in the chest and parts of it in the back spine. Those are all examples of things that, if they're in a baby goat, they would be edible. But if they, if you look at them in a sharagado, you wouldn't be able to eat them. So the Mishnah then says that we do include those things. <laughs> so obviously, there's a contradiction between the Rasha and the Seifa, which the Gemara directly jumps on. Rabbi, 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 I said that we have a contradiction here. Tanan. Mishnah began anything is edible in a big ox. That's what you can eat in the baby goat. So that the implication is but if something that can't be eaten in the big ox, then you can't be yotze in it just to, just because you're eating it from a baby goat. So look at the end of the Mishnah. The Mishnah said that you could be yotze with the babies, the baby goats. Shoulder blades and some other forms of the cartilage. Those are things which are not eaten inside from a big ox. So what's going on? Could you be yotze or not? And really, it boils down to the question: the way it is right here in the baby goat, it is soft. But the type of meat that it is, you can't say it's like a be'etzem, like an essentially unto itself it's meat, because you find that in bigger, stronger, more developed animals, it's not meat. So it's really more of like a philosophical question that we're dealing with. How do you look at the definition of bus in the baby goat or lamb? This is, I guess you would use the word meat. Why not? It's edible. It's soft. You can eat, put it down. But if this would be a type of meat in a bigger, stronger animal, it wouldn't be able to eat it. So is that called basar because of the form it's in now in the baby goat? Or do we say it's not called basar because in a bigger, stronger, developed, more developed animal, it wouldn't be eaten? The question is whether you can register people on the carbon basach. Everyone has to have at least a kazayas of meat. So you want to know, could I register people on it? Or someone yotzi the mitzvah achilas pasach if they eat that? That's the question. So the Gemara says, says The first line of the Mishnah is so sorry. It contradicts the next line of the Mishnah. This is what the Mishnah is saying. The first Tanav says, Anything that's edible, only in a in big fat ox, that's what could be eaten in the baby kid. With the implication being, if it can't be eaten in, 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 in a big ox, in that part of the body, then it's not good just because it's a little baby goat. The Yeshomrim, but there are those who disagree. The Yeshomrim, and we don't, it doesn't say what the rationale is for the second Tana, right? So you could say, oh, he just doesn't care about it in a big ox. But Rashi makes it more complicated, and it's foreshadowing the Gemara, that the idea is these, these ligaments, this stuff, in the, in, even in a big shar, this cartilage or whatnot, could be eaten if you would boil it extensively. 
So in other words, it's not like it's inedible. There's no way to put it down. There would be a way, even Rishra to put it down, just not in a normal way of cooking. If you like set it, you know, let it set it boiling for long enough, eventually it will soften, come loose enough that you'll be able to put it down and eat it. So the question is, is that enough? That's really the question. Everybody agrees to some degree that there's a premise that there has to be, that, that in a shahakal would be eaten. The question is, if it would only come about through extensive cooking, would that be enough? Says the Gemara, a different explanation here. According, because according to the first time, Rabbah, it's really, oh, we just said one line in the mission is contradicted by the next line in the mission, we're saying it's really a dispute, very hard. Rabbah Amar Mahin Ketani, you have to read the mission like one long run, run on sentence. The mission is saying, like, what are they? This is the way you read the mission. Anything that's edible in a big fat ox, even through extensive cooking, and that's the big add on. You could eat it in a baby goat, even if you just simply roast it. What's an example of something that's only edible if it's in, a, if it's in an ox, if I would extensively cook it, and we're saying it's kosher by a little baby goat without doing much? Those shoulder blades over there and the cartilage in the chest and spine. So according to, according to Rava, what we're saying is that um, there's one long run. The Tana of Mishnah does hold that anything that's kosher, uh, anything that, that anything that could be eaten in a, in a, from a big fat ox through cooking is considered to be meat in a, in a, in a baby goat, even without cooking. So as the Gemara Tanakh comes to Rava, we see in a bride, so like Rava's position, because it says, Bishlaka, it spells this out in the bride, anything edible in the big ox. If you do cook it for a long time, it's considered basar automatically with the baby goat, even with just simple roasting. What is an example of such a piece of meat? And they give another one. The bride gives one more halacha. A little soft sinews are considered flesh. And now we're going to learn more about them. Okay, we'll learn by about them. But the brides were saying they're considered basra. So someone could be nimdan there for kampasach. He could be yotze with these sinews as well. So we go with Rava's, it comes out a lenient interpretation, Rava, that every tana out there holds, and our mission included, that anything that's nechel bashar gadol, even though it requires extensive cooking, reflects that it is ba'atz and basar, and therefore with the baby goat or lamb that you're using for the kavan pasach before it's one year old, you can just roast it simply in biyotze. So the Gemara now continues it. We're going to return to sinews here. What about a sinew which will harden here? So this is a little bit of a different issue. So what does it mean at sofan lahakshu? So Rashi learns piat. We're talking about a specific part of the body, the sinews of the neck. So they're soft in a, in a, in a long, in, a, in in the baby lamb or baby goat, but it's going to harden when they when they, when they get past one years old. So you eat it within its first year, it's soft, but they're going to harden. Now Tosis doesn't like Rashi because yesterday's daf we learned about the sinews in the neck. It might not be pasha bechlal that they're shame foster. So Tosis actually says, yeah, we're we're dealing with. Um, Totally other ones. I don't know exactly which ones, but not the neck ones. The neck ones are always hard. We're talking about other ones which are softer, but they will harden in the, in the baby goat itself. So it's a little bit different than the last thing we just learned about. We were just learning about something which in the goat or lamb will always be busser. But the question is, in a, in a, if you bring like a different animal, a bigger, stronger, more mature, developed animal, it's hard. Right? That, that, that's what we're saying. So we said we're cooking reflects on whether it's busser. Now we're bringing a different issue. In the lamb or the goat itself, it's only nechal because it's very young. But if it would turn big, it would, it, would, it would become harder. So it's a little bit of an apple and an orange to our previous discussion. So here it's a machlokas uh, amaram. Rabbi Yochanan says you could register people on them for Pesach because we go after right now. Because we look at the potential. We measure things in terms of what they're going to develop into being. 
So the Gemara says, you go after the way they are now. So now they're soft. You can't register people on them. You go after what they're destined to be. They're destined to be too hard to eat, and therefore you can't eat them. And I guess, I'm just wondering this out loud, when they turn hard, will they be inedible even if you would be able to cook them? Even if you would extensively cook them, would they be inedible? Previously, we said, that reflects that it has a shame bazaar. So, according to the strict opinion of Rishlaka, shall we go basar basof? Is that only if, even with extensive cooking, it will not, it will not uh, soften? Or, per- or perhaps, since it's in the goat itself, or more machmer, we say, even if you would be able to extensively cook it, theoretically, not basar. But in, in this animal, it's a siphon lahaksha, so therefore, we're always machmer. Could be. Yes, that's right. We look at it in terms of what it is, not in terms of right now. We'll see this as we go along. There's some great, some great evidence to this, but I think we'll jump out at you. What I want to bring out is that the question just isn't just eat from the animal. That's not the discussion. It's eat the busser of the animal. You need a label. You need to define the chefsa. That's the lumdas of the sukkah here. You have to have a shame of busser. And a shame of busser, well, that's a definitive statement, right? What it is. So it's not about the fact that you can eat it now and enjoy it. You can eat a lot of things, right? The question is, are you eating busser? So the Gemara says, Isri Rishlakish, again, Rishlakish also goes after the end. So Rishlakish asked Rabbi Yochanan, I said in the Brisa, that was the part of the Brisa. So it sounded like we were talking about specifically these parts of the animals, those with the cartilage, the shoulder blades. So honey in, uh, those things are good. Avogidin Shasaifan Lahak shows low. Right? The Brisa didn't talk about Gidin Shasaifan Lahak shows. Most be seems of the Hakshos are worse, and you can't be Yotzev. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yochanan says, No, it's just examples. It's just examples. It's another Rabbi Yochanan, like what I was just toying with. Rabbi Yochanan says, that's exactly the point. It's all the same. There's no discrepancy between and, and the sinews. That's what Rabbi Yochanan says. Because what's the reason for these shoulder blades and the other cartilage? That they're not, even though I know Shara Galdo, they're going to be hard, but it's okay. Because they'll be able to be eaten through cooking. So you have the same thing. These sinews would be able to be eaten in, in the ox if you would cook them. So he says that is the Matthias. The Matthias says they would be good. So if that's the Matthias, even if you give them stuff in the Hakshos, with the cooking, would turn soft. So why would it be any different? Why would someone be machala between the shoulder blade issue and them? So that's where the Svar kicks in to defend Rish Lakish. Now, Rabbi Yochanan has made his point. What does Rish Lakish answer? So that's why I think that's where the Lumdus kicks in. Rish Lakish answers, that's all very good on a type of thing which in the goat or the lamb, it's always going to be soft. Ah, you're tining in a bigger, stronger animal would harden. So I'll say a svara, but even in that other animal, I could cook it extensively and it would become edible. Masha'enke, something which even in this animal itself would harden, and the only way I would be able to eat it would be extensive cooking, that's a bigger chisar. It's a siphon lahakshus in this itself, and then we don't necessarily say the svara that since I could extensively cook it and eat it, that's megalat as a shambhasar. Okay. So Akhubanim gives him the Zayvim Lahakshos as a Machlaikas, Rabbi Yochanan Rishlakish. So Amalei Rabbi Yimela Rabbi Abin, he asks to come to Rabbi Avu, Rabbi Yimela, you go before Rabbi Avu, ask him this contradiction. Me, Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan really say, Gidin Shazayvim Lahakshos, Nimel Limba Pesach. In other words, we go after now. Amabasar Ashraz Linod, Rabbi Yochanan says we go after the current state that it's in. But by Mene Rishlakish, Rabbi Yochanan, so this is a discussion that took place in the ninth parak of Chulin. We were talking about Tumah. Now Tumah and foods is automatic, right? Tumah's Ochlin. But if you're talking about Kli, it has to be made into a Kli. So if you have, let's say, a leather, right? A, a, a hide of an animal is not automatically makabotuma. Meat of an animal could be makabotuma. Uh, a hide cannot until it's fashioned into leather or, or baguette or something. So what happens? Or harosh shall eagle harach. 
So the egal arach, it's so, it's so small, it's so tender, that automatically people just like eat it because it's so, they just eat it with the meat, even though it's really, it's really the skin. So ma'ashi yitami does have tumas ochem. That's the shiloh. Amr lo, Rabbi Yochanan said, ain matam, ain matam, it's not tame. Why? Right now people would eat it. Must be, I'm a bus of a You don't say that even though people are eating the hide now, it's good because the chefsa of it is a siphal actress, right? That's what it is. It happens to be because the, 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 the calf was so young, it was, it was so tender that people would eat it with the meat. That doesn't mean it is meat. That doesn't mean it is, is, has a shame basra. It's a siphal actress and you should look at the hide based upon what it's going to be, not in the state that it's in now. So we now, now we see a stira. We see there Rabbi Yochanan said basar basar. So how come you hear he's saying basar hashta? So I'm a lay. Whoever has a contradiction hasn't, hasn't been careful with what he's grinding. We know Rabbi Yochanan was choser in his opinion. Everybody knows that. Anybody who learned the ninth paragraph of Chulun will know that Rabbi Yochanan here in our discussion was choser to Rish and he agrees that you go basar basof and you cannot be nimnim Pasach. Because if you look at the discussion there, that was a back and forth with comparing it to that Mishnah, Mamish and Chulun. At the end, Rabbi Yochanan said to Rish don't bother me because I teach a Balashan Yachin. Meaning, the Tana, the Mishnah Chulin, which said that the, the, the skin of the baby calf actually could be Mukabal Toma as one Das Yachid, Rabbi Yochanan said. We don't baskin like that. We say Basar Basov, and 100% it's not Mukabal Toma. So Rabbi Yochanan made a whole point of retracting from his opinion here about Gidon Shasov and the Hakshra. So you're like going and asking on Rabbi Yochanan from without knowing that. That's like a cheap shot. That's like asking on someone who retracted his opinion, how could you say that? But then you said that. That's the whole point. He retracted. Right? So if you learn the ninth paragraph, cool, and you'll see that, that give and take and you'll come to that conclusion. So bottom line is it comes out, everybody agrees that Gizan Shusayf and Lahak shows are not Nimnim Nalim Bapasach. Says the Mishnah Shoiver, Satsam Bapasach Atahar. Now we're going to talk about the lav. The Torah says there's a lav that you're not allowed to break any bones of the carbon Pasach. So what happens if you do? Somebody who breaks the bone in a carbon Pasach that's good to eat. Ariza Lokarbam, there's lashes. There's Mamasha and Aveir in the Torah with a losase, with a Misa. So there's a punishment of lashes. Avalamosa, Vitar, someone who does one of two things. Either they leave over the meat from any carbon, or from a carbon Pasach, even if it was Tahar. The Hashover, Batamar, they break a bone from a carbon Pasach that is Tame, even though those things. Um, sound like sins, ain't no locus or You don't get lashes. You don't get lashes for either of those two things. For leaving over meat from the karma basach, you don't get lashes. You don't get lashes if you break the bone of karma basach. Let's tell me. So the Gemara analyzes, especially most about Tahar, the din of leaving over meat, you're not going to get lashes. Even though it's an Aver, you don't get lashes. The Torah says, don't leave it over till the morning. If you do leave it over in the morning, then burn it. So the Torah is telling you an essay after the Losa say. That's called the Lav. Hanitak say The Torah gave a sense of fixing to the losa say you do the wrong thing by leaving it over the Torah prescribes this is the antidote you go, you go do the mitzvah of Sarefa so that tells us Lomar Shein Loka you don't get lashes that's the principle the Torah is telling you you do this it must be that there's no punishment of lashes that's not really the right reason why there's no lashes for leaving over an osa there's a simpler reason it's a lashem amaisa it's inactivity leaving something over isn't a maisa and the is that any lashem amaisa there's no lashes yes it's a sin but there's no uh, there's no lashes 
Uh, fine. So that's all understandable for leaving over the meat. What in the world is the pshaf? Somebody breaks a bone from Karm Pasach. Let's tell me that there's no lashes. Lamai said to Karm Pasach. Lamai said they broke the bones. Who cares about the fact that the, the carbon was tummy? So the Gemara answers, and we touched on this yesterday. The Gemara just is going back to the source here. So we have a word, bo. Bo, bakasher, apostle. That's something which was only if it was if it was if it was valid and not if it was not good. If it was a carbon which became disqualified, there's no Israel spheres to add to him. Now we learned the Machlokas Tanoam yesterday. What if it had a Shasa kosher? What if it was good and then became possible? And we will learn much more about that in a few minutes. But for today we'll just assume right now, if it's no good if it became possible, then there's no Isser Shri Atsam, and that's what we meant. So now the Gemara elaborates on this in a bright Satan Rabbanon. That's the Moses Shri Bo, Bo, That's the first thing. First Joshua, first time, Darshan's Bo. Rabbi Omer, different Joshua. First, the Torah prescribes, eat it. The Torah says, eat it only in one house. We'll learn more about that. But the bottom line is, eat it. Then, right afterwards, it says, don't break the bone. So what does one have to do with the other? We learn, if it's a type of carbon I'm supposed to eat, this is meat I should eat. So then there's a din, I can't break the bone. But if it's tame, so it's not it's not meant to be eaten. So it's not meant to be eaten, there's no Yisrael Shri Atzim. So a different trash. So one, the first time, was Darshan from Bo, and he does Darshan from the juxtaposition of eating to the Yisrael Shri Atzim. So the Gemara says, my night. What's the practical difference between these Tanam, which drasha it comes from? So here we get a bunch of different shots, and I believe we're going to get eight. So let's, let's try to count them as we learn it. Amr Rabbi will be for a Pesach that is Ba'batumah. Let's say it's Ba'batumah. Now we know it's an anomaly, you're going to eat the meat, right? You eat the meat, but it's totally disqualified, right? In other words, it's disqualified in the sense that it's over, we're overriding it. We pass in Tumah is only Duchuyah B'tzibar, not Hotra B'tzibar. So it's a shame puzzle. But you're, you're actually supposed to eat it. So Laman, Amar Kasher, according to the one that says it's Pauline bow, whether it's Kasher or Apostle. So hi, Apostle, the, the status of the meat is Apostle. Now it's overridden, but the status is Apostle. So there's no Isar Shri Yasatzeh. Even though you're supposed to eat it, but the shame is Apostle. So if the Joshua came from bow, then what's going to be? It's not going to have an Isar of Shri Yasatzeh. But if you learn, Laman, Amar Rai Lachila, and Amir Rai Lachilu, if you go like the second Shashrabhita, that it's about whether it's fit to eat, Lamai said it's fit to eat, Lamai said you're supposed to override the Tum and eat it. And therefore there would be an Isar Shri Yasatzeh. So that is the first opinion, Rav Yirmi. However, if Yesu for my Kiyai Gavna, in such a case, everybody agrees there's no Shiras Atzim. Because you're in the understanding that, that, that Rabbi is a Chumrah then, right? Rabbi's come and say, since Lam, I says, why Lachilu Shiras Atzim? Says Rav Yosef, no, 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 Rabbi Lachulid also. Rabbi came to make a further leniency from the Tanakhama. Rabbi was adding a Kula that you wouldn't have had from Bo. Bainami Pasohu. This previous case, the one that was Baba Tumah, is invalid. Everybody agrees it's excluded. Rabbi is coming to say a kula. What's his kula? They're arguing about a case of something which is currently not supposed to be eaten because it became invalidated. But originally, the meat was 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 kosher. So kosher, according to the one. Tanakama with Darshing Bo Bakasha Velo Pasu Hai Kashru, Lamaisa, it's Kasha. In other words, even though it became possible, the shame of the Khefsa is Kasha. Now you see the 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 lumdas of Shasa Kosha. Shasa Kosha says that it had a, it had a status. And even if it became disqualified, so that's a ban. Practically you don't eat it, but the shame is still a kosher. So therefore there is an Isser. Comes along the Kula of Rabbi and says, no, it doesn't depend on the shame of Kasha versus Pasul. It depends on the practicality of Rai Lachila or not Rai Lachila. So I number Rai Lachila according to Rabbi Rai Lachila. So according to the second view of Rabbi Yosef, uh, Rabbi is coming to add, if it was, uh, if it became Tame after it was originally Tahar, then um, it wouldn't be an Isser. But the first opinion would say that there is an Isser. 
Correct. According to what Rav Yosef is saying, Rebbe is only adding leniencies. He's saying there's no chaten. There's one din of bow, true, if it has a shame puzzle. But afilu, it has a shame kosher. But if right now it's not right lachila, then, then, then you also don't have an answer. That's Rav Yosef's understanding. Rav Yirmiyah didn't understand that, right? According to Rav Yirmiyah, that they're arguing Pasach Baba Tumah, Rebbe did not hold the Joshua bow. Okay, says the Gemara, third pshat. Everybody agrees that in the case where it turned possible, there's no other shvirus asim. Even it had a shasa kosher, but it became possible. So he doesn't buy that lamdas. Abai is saying, even according to the first opinion, once it turned possible, turned possible. What does shasa kosher even mean? So everybody agrees there's no isr if it became possible. They're arguing about a very interesting dispute. Could you break the bones before the zman that you're supposed to eat the Karm Pasach? You're only supposed to eat the Karm Pasach when in the night. So you bring the Karm Pasach in the afternoon. You have a bunch of hours until nightfall. Could you break the bones then on the 14th of Nisan in the afternoon? Lamanda Markasher. According to the Tanakhama, there's an Isser. Because Lamai said the shame of the carbon is kosher. Might not be the zman of the Achila, but the shame is kosher. But Mashengin Rebbe is lenient. Lamanda Maroyla Achila, Hashalabar Achila. It's not this man Achila, so you're allowed to. So very interesting. According to this interpretation of Abai, you're allowed to break the bones of the carbon Pesach, Lafi Rebbe, on Arab Pesach in the afternoon. So the Gemara challenges that if this is really true. Mesve, it says in the Bible, Rebbe Yomer, Rebbe says, Nimden al Moshavarosh, you're allowed to register people for the marrow that's inside of the head because you could get out that marrow without breaking any bones. But you're not allowed to register people for the marrow that's in the coolest. The coolest is a bone in another part of the body, usually say somewhere in the leg. And the only way to get out that marrow is by breaking a bone, so you can't register people on it. So wait a second. Why not? What's the reason the marrow is good for the head? Because the marrow is busted. You just, you just scrape it out and, 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 and uh, you don't break any bones and you're good to go. So, if it is true, there's no Isra before there's Manachila. So, during the 14th, you're allowed to break bones. So, even if it's the bone. In the thigh, why can't you break it? Take out the marrow of no love. So you could be registered people. What's the only reason you couldn't be the people for the, for the, for the coolies? It's because you have no way of, of getting the meat, no way of accessing the meat because you can't break the boat. But here you have a loophole. The loophole is, it's not right in the afternoon of, of, of the 14th. So let it break it then. So you should be able to mean nimna. Must be Abai's interpretation is wrong. And Rebbe did not mean you're allowed to break it in the afternoon. So it says the Gemara Malachabai Abai defends himself. According to what you're saying, even if it's after, it's already Pesach. Nice Gormata. Why don't you bring like a burning coal? Benayis is a love and Just put it on the on the bone, and it will burn a hole right through it. Meaning, I'm not breaking the bone. This is so subtle. I'm not breaking the bone. I'm just burning a hole. But and then the marrow comes out. You register on that. How do you know that that's true? That breaking bones means that breaking the bone and not a burning of a hole. Tanya says in the price of sorry about someone someone who burns the bone. Or you cut apart some sinews. There's no answer. It has to be breaking, cracking a bone. But see, we see burning a hole is fine. So if I do the kashas, why are we saying, even if you say that the Israel exists in the 14th in the afternoon, you're still going to have a kashas. You're allowed to burn holes. So at any point, you should be allowed to burn the hole. So why can't you be nimnale people? What are you going to say? Why don't we allow that? Abai says because it's exera that it might make a crack. In other words, Think about it. You're exposing it to a lot of heat. So you're hoping it just burns a hole right through it as opposed to cracking it. But it might crack it. So it's exera. We don't allow you to do it. It's too close to sin. Rav Amishim has to catch him. Or we're nervous. Even if it does burn a hole and not crack the bone, but it might burn some of the meat. If it burns some of the marrow, so even if it should cut him, right? That's an issue. You're not allowed to burn any meat of kachim when it's in a state of tahar. 
So either way, where you're with your own hands, you're, you're destroying it. So either, the, and Rav spells it out. Maybe the fire will eat some of the marrow. So either way, there's a din banon that stops you from opening the bones with the coal and burning a hole through it. Uh, there's an Isidra Bonan that stops you, and that's why practically you can't be Nimna. So if that's true, once we see that that's clear that there are Dine Drabonan, which stop you, and that's what this is all based off. So we could suggest further, the reason why we don't allow you to be Nimna on the, on the, on the bone and the thigh and assume you'll just crack the bones open before Pesach starts is because we're goes there not to do that. So we say just stay away from the bones of the Karm Pesach. And that's why even if tactically there's no Isr, Shvir, Sa'atzam, according to Rebbe, but still practically we won't be moaning people on the carbon with the marrow and the thigh. I just want to point out that this answer is something I was, I was very bothered about yesterday. We were learning about all the din with the bones and the marrow and becoming, that you have to burn it, it's becoming no sir. It bothers me a lot that there's an inevitability that every time you bring the carbon Pasach, there's going to be leftover meat. It's a very strange thing because having leftover meat is a sin. And I understand the Torah says you're not allowed to break the bones. But the Torah is saying you're automatically going to sin. Of course, I'll be an ones, I guess, but there's an automatic sin every single time you bring the carbon Pasach. It's a very strange phenomenon because if there are any marrow and bones, you're stuck. Right? Anytime you bring the carbon Pasach, there's a, there's a thigh bone. That thigh bone you can't break. So your mamish every single time is going to be inevitable. No, sir. It's not like you did the wrong thing. What am I supposed to do? Very strange phenomenon. If you learn the Gemara today, you see that it makes sense. On a Daraisa level, there are ways to get that, to get that marrow. On a Daraisa level, yeah, you can't crack the bone. But burn all through the bone and take out the marrow. That would have been totally fine. So it's not inevitable. It's all Midrabanan that it became inevitable. Because Midrabanan, they said you can't even burn the hole through it. Now it's taka stock. And once it's, that's what, that's what the gets with Rabbanan was. They, they would rather say you're an honest on the Avera of Nosar than to play with fire, literally, and try to burn holes through the bones when there's an issue of cracking them. Interesting. It's a great child. Um, you mean, why is it? Why? You mean, I see you're burning, you're burning holes. So maybe that should be an iser. You're doing it to get to food. Very interesting. I don't think it's so, sir. I don't think it's so, sir. But, but, but it might be a form of avar. It might be a form of avar. I don't know. Yes. Right. But I'm saying burning the hole in, in, the, in, the, in the bone might be a form of avar. Sounds like a good question. Is that motto to get to the food? I don't know. Why doesn't the Mishnah specifically say you don't get malchus? Like, why doesn't it just say you it's don't a great, It's another good question. Um, uh, yeah, it's another good question. Is it still us or maybe Midrabanan on the Or is it just saying it Agav, the case of leaving over? I don't know. Right, in the case where you leave it over. That's what I was saying. Or is it just Agav, the case? Right, the other case. Yeah. Okay, so we've had three opinions so far in terms of what the dispute is. So now we get a fourth one. Even in the cases where the carbon is, is kosher, but it's still, it's still the afternoon. Everybody agrees that there's a shir sa'atzim in the afternoon. My time off, even though right now it's not right lachila, but lachila. Tonight it's fit. Meaning, the Joshua review the right lachila doesn't mean practically in this moment. Of course, since tonight it would be right lachila is an iser to break in even now. I love Abish Yatsum's also convivially. They're arguing about a limb that partially left the Azar, that left its boundaries, partially left Yerushalayim. So, so it's Yotze. The part that left you can't eat. So the Gemara says something I don't understand. Thank God I saw Taisus also doesn't understand the split the Gemara is going to say, but this is what it says. According to Tanakama, who says that it's totally in the shame, Kasher. Hi, Kasher, who? The one that's partially out, it's Kasher, meaning the part that's in, 
you're allowed to eat, right? The part that left, you can't eat. It's yotze. The part that's in, you could eat. So it has a shame kosher. So therefore, there, there's an iser It's not Meaning, well, what's not right lachila? The part that left is not right lachila. So therefore, there's no iser in breaking that bone. like it says in the part of the limb went outside and then you broke it. So here's the problem. What, what is the status of a limb that goes out? Whatever part went out is no good. Whatever part that stayed inside is good. Yeah? So, how do you look at it? Either, is it a kosher? Or is it right lachila? So, on both of those questions, is it a kosher and right lachila? I would answer, the part that's inside is kosher for right lachila. The part that's outside is possible in a right lachila. What's the split that the Gemara is saying? The Gemara is saying it, the whole thing has a shame kosher, but it, uh, it, it has a shame kosher, the part that's inside, but it doesn't have a shame right lachila. What does that mean? The part that's inside is also right lachila. So the second place here says he just doesn't understand. Why are you saying it as a shame kosher more than, more than right lachila? The part that's inside is kosher and you could eat. The part that's outside is possible and you can't eat. So what in the world is the Gemara saying? I don't know. A very hard time understanding. That's the, what the Gemara is trying to say in the fourth explanation. Says the Gemara, in such a case where part of the limb is outside, it's called a puzzle. Sounds like in this interpretation, we're saying for some reason, even though practically you're allowed to eat in the part that's inside, since it's one aver, the shame is a puzzle. And therefore, there's no isra shvira sets. And we'll learn more about this in tomorrow's daf. Maybe it will come a little bit clearer. But it sounds like right now we're saying, even though practically you're allowed to eat from the part that didn't go outside, the shame of that aver with those bones is a puzzle. And therefore, there's no answer to that. Everybody would agree to that. They're arguing about it if you didn't roast the carbon basach fully. So it's still raw, right? So partial, it's rare. So the din is, you're not allowed to eat it that way. So Shalis is there an answer to that. Mandam are kosher, are kosher. Lamai says kosher. Well, it's not a puzzle. You just didn't cook it correctly. It's not puzzle. Right now, it's not able to be eaten. But the Gemara doesn't like this one. And this is not, in such a case where the only problem is that it wasn't fully roasted. agrees that it's also why my time it is fit for eating. What are you saying? It's not fit for eating because you didn't roast it enough. It's fit because you could just roast it more and eat it. So it's still called fit for eating. Ella, rather the six shvirus ali now they're arguing about breaking the bone from the the, the tail of the lamb. Because what do you do with the tail? What do you do with the alia? You burn it as part of the movement. It's an interesting thing. The tail, if it's from a sheep. You might remember this from Dav Gimel. If it's from the sheep, then it's part of the imurim. If it's part, if it's from a lamb, if it's from a goat, from a gedi, then you eat it. So they're arguing if you break the the, the bone from the tail, is that in, from the lamb? Is there an israel? That's imurim. The aliyah look of alisalik. The aliyah goes up to, to the imurim. So therefore, there's no iser. Says the Gemara, come on. There's no iser in breaking the bone of the Emurim. Even if we say the man Amr that is telling in Kasher, it's not right Lachila, but it's only on the part that's eaten, for sure. It's not right Lachila, it's a part of the Emurim, for sure. There's no iser in Shriya Satsim. Ella, rather, says the Gemara, seventh Pshad here. If there's a limb that doesn't have a kazayas of basar on it, if there's not a kazayas, according to one mandamar kasher, kasher masayas kasher, who says it has to have an amount of meat that's right lachila, mandamar lachila, being in shira achila valeka, lenient because since there's not a kazayas of meat on that on that bone, so we don't say it's a, it's, it's called right lachila. That's the seventh pshat. Ravina Amar Kol Kagam. In any case where there's not a gazayis of bas or less, Mishmar Sasasim. Everybody agrees. No gazayis of bas or less. Even if it's telling kashras, as we said, it's only on the parts that are eaten. So for sure, it's only if there is a gazayis bas or there. Ella Eivish. I love gazayis bas. Magam Zeh. Eishal gazayis bas. Magam Achem Inai. We're talking about a limb 
that has not a kezayis of meat in this part, in the part where you want to break it, in the part that you're making the maisa, there's no, there's no basar, but there is a kezayis of basar in another area on the limb. What do you say? Is that called an Israel Shir's Asim? just says applies to a limb is kosher, kosher. It's a limb which kosher, and there is basar on this limb, just not at the point of the Shira. So therefore, you are over. We have to see that the Shira is in the Makom where there is the Kazai's of Basar, and it doesn't apply. So that is the final eighth explanation for what the Machlokas is. So, you want, you want to try to go, go, go over these one by one here? So Rabbi Yirmiya was saying, that was Makr Batuma. According to Rabbi Yosef, we're talking about if it had a Shasa Kosher. Abaye was what? Breaking it on the afternoon. Rapapa was if the Aver was Yatsa Miksaso. Rabshesha said if it, was, if it wasn't fully roasted. Nachman said the Alya. Then we had Ravashi if there wasn't a Kazai's Basar. And Ravino was saying if there's not a Kazai's Basar in the Matzav of the Shvir. So those are the eight opinions what might be the Machlokas between Rebbe here and the Tanakhama. So now the Gemara says Tanakhama Arba Minai. We see like four of these, not all eight, but four of these points are clear in the bride. So the Tanya Rebbe on Rai Sachar Besson Lushu it says to eat it and then it says don't break the bones. So the juxtaposition, we darshan up. You only chai for the kosher, but not for the puzzle. What's excluded by that? And it only became possible at the time to eat. So there we see, like one of those answers that we darshan that up. If it has the shirachila there, you're over. So we see like that, like one of those answers. Anything that's supposed to be eaten by me has the iser, but anything that's that's the example of uh, like to exclude the fat of the by the the, the, the the I'm sorry from the ali from the tail. If it happened in the time of Achilles, Mishim Shvirah Adzim, Shlobah Shas Achilah, before the Zman of Achilah, like in the afternoon, in Mishim Shvirah Adzim. So those were there. Uh, a bunch of bunch of examples for that. Now, question is this. Yeah, I can't tell if it's the last answer. The Gemara just says shear. Does it mean shear on the limb or shear in the makom? That was the subtlety in the seventh and eighth answers. I don't know which, if it's reflecting both. The Gemara only said four, so I suspect that it only means the, the seventh shot, not the eighth shot. Okay, you know what? Let's, let's hold here. We'll stop here for today. It's already a little new sugya coming up, but it's really uh, just a continuation of this. Avershi, where, where there's a kazais on one part, uh, but not in the kazais where you broke it. We'll pick up more on that tomorrow.